Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, welcome to, I can't believe it, episode 10 oh. of the Guru Quarterly. What a milestone, what an accomplishment. Uh, I mean, sure, have we been doing this for um, a little bit less than a year and uh, actually uh, about, about a year actually and have uh, 10 episodes and it's called the Guru Quarterly. Therefore, you'd think we'd maybe only have five and we got 10. Doesn't matter. It's an accomplishment. It's it's an it's an event, and uh, mm-hmm. allow me to say good morning to, of course, my my co-host Gabe Jenkinson, Josh Tuck, fellas. How we doing? Well, very well. Um, um, very and, well. And uh, oh, well, look who decides to show up! No way. He's here. He is about to be in here. Absolutely um, disgusting. Uh, you know, we were supposed to start this show with, with our, with our number one fan, our guest host, Kyle Adam Hubbard. And, you know, we were starting at 10, it's 10, 10 right now. We've been going at this for, for 10 minutes. And I don't know if he thinks this is some kind of a joke. Leave him on ice, Kurt. Leave him on ice. I admitted him, but, uh, not happy about it. (laughs) There he is. Guy Focus himself. Oh man. What's that thing called again? The Van Dyke? The Van Dyke. Oh, that's a great Van Dyke. Thank hey, Kyle. Much. Hey, sorry I'm late, guys. I ran yeah, out listen. of coffee. Night- I ran out of coffee. I had to make a run. Night- nice what of you kind to of show up. do you think we're running here? Nice, of you, to, nice yeah. of you to show up. Would you run out for coffee if this was Sportsnet? Or one of your fancy hearings? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I can't get too much without it. That voice you fair hear. Fair enough, then. Fair enough. That voice you hear, the, the unusual voice, the voice that is 10 minutes late, is Kyle Adam Hubbard joining us as a special guest uh, for the last time. Uh, <laughs> today on the Guru Quarterly. We're just saying our good mornings. Uh, Josh, uh, we missed you. You went dark for a little second, so good morning. How are you? What's going on? Hey, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Gabe, and uh, hello, K-Man. Hello. Gabe, Gabe, how you doing over there? I'm doing all right. Hang um, yeah, this might be the first time in a couple of days that I've actually spoken to people. So this is exciting. That's got to feel nice. No. And, uh, and of course, <laughs> uh, Kyle, good morning and welcome. And uh, we will be chastising you for the entire duration of this podcast. Yeah. Um, but that's what you get. That's what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you so, love. That's what you signed what? up for when Kurt invited you to come on the podcast. That's why you... <laughs> Well, in my defense, Kurt, you sent that Zoom link with absolutely no information about when or what day. Except it says 10 a.m., uh, February nope. 28th. Nope. That's weird. Gabe, wow. Josh, get to the bottom of this. Gabe, Josh, did you, did you know what to do? I knew did. what to do. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. But I see as a non-regular... Uh, it was very confusing and disorienting. So Kyle, I, I might have accepted this excuse in uh, April, right? When everyone's just getting with the Zoom, but we're uh, um, all of, I've, I've been on about 364 Zoom calls uh, <laughs> and I'm sure you have as well. So it's not that. looking at the email and, and Kyle's technically right. It doesn't say a time. <clears throat> in fact, it actually says it was yesterday at 212. But <laughs> that's when I sent the email. But that's neither here. Yeah, but that's like literally when it says it is. It doesn't matter. Obviously, Kyle's still wrong because, you know, <laughs> what that's about just the, the way uh, it is here. <laughs> what about the ultra secret 
top uh, confidential guru quarterly chat that uh, Kyle was invited into momentarily. Oh, yeah. and, uh, we talked about that. We definitely yeah. dropped it in there. There is no excuse. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. nice try. Great try. I think, I think one of our founding principles is, um, you know, nice excuses to get out of things when you're wrong. And he's wrong, but he came up with a real nice excuse. Fantastic. So, Kyle, I you can that. stay. Oh, thank you. Uh, you still have lots of goodwill from being uh, our only fan for a long stretch there. Yeah, where nobody true. cared at all about the GQ, but uh, you yeah. stood with us. So we're, we're happy to have you here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to echo what uh, Zach said. I, I love listening when I'm going for a walk. I'm in the kitchen doing stuff. I'm going for a drive. That's like I'm right there with you. It's fantastic. Now, now, now you, you actually are right there with us. <laughs> I know. I'm honored. Thank you for having me. Um, I, I think let's address the um, a bit of a con- controversy uh, that occurred last night. There was supposed to be a, a, a late night ski uh, that Kyle was supposed to attend and mm. uh, didn't. Josh, can mm. you want to speak to that? Oh yeah, no, no major controversy. Um, but uh, yeah, we were we had a nice uh, two couple ski planned, you know, mm-hmm. a little uh, some might call it a double date, mm-hmm. and um, got no park, full moon, and uh, unfortunately came in couldn't make it, mm. so we went anyway. And mm. uh, beautiful night, nice full moon, no headlamps needed. It was really quite something, quite mm. uh, quite stirring. It roused the spirit. Oh yeah. Where do you go for this? Where does this, is this, is Ottawa have this many hills? Let me tell you something. I, I've poo-pooed Ottawa for a long time. I've been one of its foremost poo-pooers. And we'll continue despite, to, I'm sure. Despite living here. And uh, it's really starting to grow on me in the past few months. Because Gatineau Park is like a 15, 20 minute drive. Huh. And you are right out there. Beautiful wilderness, great trails, cross-country skiing, hiking, lakes. They've got it all. It's, uh, JT- it's quite something. JT, we call this uh, Stockholm Syndrome. Ah, yes. You've been there long <laughs> enough, <laughs> trapped there, and now you're starting to love it. Now start you can't live without it. it. You start to like your abuser. Go exactly. send. <laughs> uh, the cr- cross-country skiing, so I see him around here. I mean, I understand the motion. I want to say <laughs> I've done it before. I understand the motion. <laughs> <laughs> well, I understand that, but do you know what I mean? Like it's, oh, I love that line. It doesn't seem like an effective way to get across flat ground. <laughs> <laughs> I love like it. it. Tell that as opposed to what? <laughs> as opposed to it's a probably hill. more effective than, oh, it's definitely better for hills. Um, but I mean, given that you're on a flat surface, what would be a better way? I mean, just walking. I don't think so on snow. No, no, no. You got it. You got to get into it. K-Man knows you really glide. It's wild. Every, every one of those uh, like kicks, you know, yeah. you're going. And two, so three, your, your, your foot lifts up, lifts up from the back. And that's what allows you to get a stride, so to speak, kind of like speed skating, you know, like the, the ski remains on the ground. Obviously it doesn't lift off the ground. It's just your foot mm-hmm. lifting off the ski. Well, Kyle has impeccable style uh, when it comes to skiing. So I'll let him take this one. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, you're right, Kurt. Your toes clipped in. You really just, you, you do it for like an hour. You figure out your rhythm and you're just flies physics in my eyes. You put some wax on the bottom <laughs> and, you, and you just go. How does, do the legs, I mean, they must. The legs obviously help with propulsion, but I wonder how, if they're not, if you're not pushing off like a skate. This is, this is what I'm, this is what I'm, how does, time. how do the legs propel? 
your feet are right, your feet are straightforward. Your feet are straightforward, right? Let me show you. I'm gonna bring my skis right beside me. Yeah. Well, this is a this is a this is an audio thing. People can't see this, Kyle. Yeah. I know, but this is for you two to understand. But it's for our audience. We're talking for other people. <laughs> oh my god. I have so much to learn. Kyle, okay. Kyle has no idea why he even agreed to come on the show right now. He's, he's ready to call it a day. You guys Our one fan. Finish my breakfast. Totally. Oh my um, God. Because uh, wow. no your, your feet are straightforward. To Gabe's point, they're not on an angle where you have, you're not pushing. I mean, I guess you do sometimes. Um, There's you, obviously, there has to be something to it. I uh, just, I'm show curious. Fucking ski or what? Yeah, why don't you show us the ski? <laughs> The, the, the clue is on the ski. The files are in the computer. You will see. The files are in the computer? Wow. Come on. Wow. Unbelievable. I feel like we're going to have a, a lengthy hockey chat here as well. Oh, yeah. Big time. I got lots of, lots, lots of things, lots of content. Look at those yeah. things. Oh, those see that nice. shit right there? So for yeah. those of you playing the home game, uh, Kyle has his uh, cross-country skis, and uh, um, yeah. they look like skis. So, so how does it work, Kyle? So what you're looking at right here is the skin. Mm-hmm. Kyle's nude. The epidermis. <laughs> the epidermis. And the epidermis <laughs> is what prevents you from going backwards. You can only continue forwards. So you wax up oh. the skins and it oh, yeah. catches so your feet don't fly backwards when you push. I got gotcha. you. Oh, I see. All right. Well, that absolutely nails it. That's, uh, that makes sense. It can only slide one way. It's almost exactly. existential. You can so only when you forwards. push, when you push your feet back, as opposed to it just sliding backwards, like you might think happens, something grips and propels you forward. Nailed it. And it's allowed to slide forward. Correct. All right. Well, we got up to the bottom of that one pretty easy. It's a good thing you. I mean, I don't think you had to show us the ski in order it to help, though. To be it honest, helped. <laughs> it did help. It did, did help. What did uh, Robin Williams, R.I.P., call uh, uh, the biathlon? He called it the uh, the Norwegian drive-by. Cross <laughs> country skiers with a rifle. <laughs> well, listen, uh, we got lots on the agenda today. Uh, it'll be nice to get a uh, Kyle. Hope you're prepared for a Raptors update at some point. Um, uh, it, oh, has, it has been missing from the pod just because, um, not that I haven't been watching the Raptors, but uh, I haven't been watching them. <laughs> well uh now jt we can we can start uh uh since we got k-man and he's fresh and he's he's what what, <laughs> what do you got there smooth or crunchy and is that ladled peanut butter that you got natural what's happening uh i actually have a uh sourdough fresh sourdough with some avocado and smoked trout i was gonna guess that oh that was gonna be my next my next guest, uh, JT, you got a little, uh, we got a little surprise for K-Man, don't you? Lined oh, yeah. up, ready, ready to go? Yeah, K-Man, we got a little something for you. Um, we're going to go with it, see if it works maybe for future guests. But uh, it's a little game show. And the working title right now is, Do You Even Know Yourself? <laughs> wow. Sponsored by South Lake Ford, of course. Yeah. Kurt, do you have any, uh, you give us 10 <laughs> seconds on South Lake here? Uh, South Lake Ford, located on Leslie Street, just south of Greenlane. South Lake Ford, home of the all-new Ford Bronco and Bronco Sport. Come into South Lake Ford. Visit southlakeford.com for your deals uh, 24 hours a day. Southlakeford.com. Save time. Save money. 
That was so good. <laughs> that was incredible. That was so good. <laughs> like the that was spot on. <laughs> wow, it just blew my mind. Four years of broadcast school, guys. Well spent. Just, just to Incredible. fleece my friends. Um, yeah, go ahead, JT. I noticed you went with the uh, Ford Bronco in that ad as well. Always trying to get me eh? just a little bit more, a little bit more. That's what we call a live retarget in, in the marketing me? world. Yeah, so normally... <laughs> <laughs> that's the proper nomenclature kurt yeah it's a, it's a live re, a live retarget i just remind you about it as opposed to cooking you and uh yeah. following you later on while you're browsing her newest her new sweater just live retarget oh <laughs> stop saying it <laughs> what is it 1998 okay here we go Game <laughs> do you even know yourself i'm going to ask you uh some true or false questions to determine whether or not you even know yourself. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. Okay, Kyle, the name Eleanor derived from the French Eleanor and rose to popularity in the 1920s, peaking at rank number 25. It had a dramatic fall from grace and is now back to number 32 again. True. You got it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. All right, K-Man. The country Scotland lies within the northern temperate zone with the peak Snowdon, its highest summit. Uh, No, that's false. Wow. He's hot. He's hot. He's two for two. Two for two. This is the the best anyone has ever done at this. That's true. That's exactly right. Kyle, Mm. this isn't really a true or false, but please answer anyway. What did old Mother Hubbard find in her cupboard? True. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. He's three for three. <laughs> uh, the answer is nothing, actually. She found oh. nothing. She's looking for a dog bone, but uh, her cupboards were bare. I sometimes get that. Okay. Three rhyme confused with uh, Little Miss Tuffet. Uh, yes. Little Miss Muffet? Muffet. What was her name? Curds and Whey. Sat on the Tuffet. Sat on the Tuffet. Mm-hmm. She sat on the Tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Mm-hmm. I get that one confused with Old Mother Hubbard. Anyways, continue. It's understandable. Okay, man. The population of Newmarket, mm-hmm. over or under 94,333. That's very specific. Uh, it's... It's got to be over. Ah, incorrect. The first what? wrong answer today. Can I steal? Th- False. Kurt, you got it. You got it. <laughs> uh, can anyone give us the bonus point? New Market's motto. Nope. Sounds like a no. Leave the old market behind. Oh, wow. Hmm. No way. No, I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's actually prudence. Really? Prudence? <laughs> one word? One word. That's their motto. Oh, oh my God. Hmm. Okay. Okay, man. Here we go. Um, true or false? The Scottish male penis is, on average, 1.3 centimeters larger than the English. Uh, that's true. You got it. You got it. Uh, the Ow. Scots apparently second only to the French in Europe when it comes to uh, their private parts. Wow. <laughs> so congratulations. Nice. Um, 
Okay, next one. Tall people are 73% more likely to develop hand, foot, and mouth disease. True or false? Hand, foot, and mouth disease? Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. They're more likely? 73% more likely. Hand, foot, and mouth disease. Given that their hands and feet are further from their mouth, I'm going to say that's false. Wow. Brilliant deduction. That's why we had him on here today, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, nice. that's, that's brilliant nice. stuff. Well done, K-Man. Uh, Unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> you're correct. But I hate to tell you, you have a two-year lower life expectancy as a tall person. So oh, wow. uh, you're going to be walking around on a – not doing so hot, and Kurt's going to be flying right by you. Oh, yeah. That's all we got for you today. Well, listen, but, I'm uh, look, closer to the ground. Looks like you know yourself. You know yourself well, Ka. Well done. Uh, knows himself. Every, every year, uh, uh, roughly 300,000 people die from falling. Um, I have about uh, uh, six inches less, less to fall. So it's, it's math. That, that adds up. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I thought we, we were going back to question number five there for a second. But, uh... <laughs> the, can I tell you, every time I drive by it, 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 uh, it, I, I kind of just go, hmm. Um, the county of Simcoe, their, their motto mm. is for the greater good. <laughs> no way. <laughs> True story. Oh, that's nice. For the greater good, uh, which was also the motto of a party in Germany in 1940-something. Uh, 38, Was it? I don't know. I think so. Something like that. Could be. That's Anyways, certainly a rallying on. cry for doing bad things. Oh, yeah. Often. Big time. <laughs> That was fun, Josh. Thank you for uh, that. Came in. Uh, it turns out that you know yourself. You know yourself. And what South Lake Ford roots. knows is that uh, <laughs> you'd be driving an F one fifty. You can't be stopped, this guy. Two ninety nine bi weekly. That's it. Four thousand down. Um, What's that? <laughs> plus rate and air. OAC. Who? What? What? <laughs> you guys all just bought vehicles. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, the Leafs. Uh, we got yeah. lots, lot, lots, lots on the Leafs. It's been, uh, it's been, it's been fun to watch. Um, mm -hmm. You know, uh, since since our last episode, obviously, uh, a bunch of wins. Uh, of course, there was mm -hmm. the six five uh, or mm -hmm. the five one collapse, which everybody jumps all over and freaks out. Oh, same old, you know, this and that. But I mean, ultimately, they have the best record in the NHL. Um, yep. They beat a you know the second best team record wise in the in the Edmonton Oilers last night for nothing with their backup goalie and no Austin Matthews so I mean they're they're looking good by my by my eyes I think it's uh, they've committed they're they're better defensively than I've ever seen them or at mm -hmm. least in the past at least this group better defensively mm -hmm. and uh, and they still find a way to score goals and yeah I mean I'm 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 uh, I'm cautiously optimistic that they've taken a step forward it's it's tough because they're playing the same teams over and over but at the same time they're also playing the same teams over and over right mm -hmm. like if, if they were going through the west west if they're on a west coast swing they'd be dominating the la's the san jose's the anaheim's and stuff like that and i mean edmonton's no slouch they were a playoff team last year calgary has been montreal was so I, I don't think they're playing necessarily bad teams and they're also playing teams that you know get a chance to adjust to what they do so I think I, I think I, I have a tough time um you know people saying it's it's the easiest division yeah you know Ottawa's not very good but still the NHL right 
any team can beat any team on any given night. And for the Leafs to, to roll out as many wins as they have consistently with all the injuries they've had, I think it's great. So Gabe, I'll pass it over to you. Take your thoughts. I mean, I, I largely agree with what uh, you said. I mean, they're, they're like 16, four and two or something. And like, that is an unbelievable record. And, um, you know, if, if we, if you get rid of the option that like every team in the North is terrible, like that's obviously not the case. They're, you know, some are better than others. Um, I think it's a reason, it's probably a reasonable um, estimate of the, the strength of the league, maybe a little bit weaker, but it's not like it can't be some insanely weak division where it's, you know, six of the worst teams in the last 10 years and the Leafs are just absolutely dominating. Um, I mean, they look dominant. I think even in their losses, they look dominant. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they lost against the last loss was um, three, nothing to Calgary. <laughs> and uh, most of the talk after the game was that like the Leafs had a horrible game and, I didn't really, I thought they carried the game for the most part, couldn't really score and, and gave up a couple of goals, but I thought that was like a, a reasonable loss. I would say that yeah. you're going to have one of those games every once in a while, but you yeah. know, I, I think they look good. Like, I think it, it does feel different. Um, the team definitely feels different. I think like there's like last night's game that was clinical. Like was that game ever in doubt? No, no, not. And they, and they, uh, they kept it going even in the third period yeah. where they, you know, perennially take their foot off the gas. And that's against, you know, two of the best players in the world, right? And McDavid. And probably the top two point getters in the last three years or something like that. So it's, uh, it's, I think there's definitely something to it. It's, it's amazing. Like McDavid's almost at two points a game. He's so good. He is. He's insane. So, um, couple things I want to, and while we're talking on it, we can, we can move to this, but I want to get back to uh, the Babcock interview mm-hmm. with Christine Simpson. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, we will, we'll, we'll come back to it, but anyways, make David, I wrote down. So arguably, and, and people have them, most people have it one way or what order. And, you know, I think some people would have a different top three, but in my eyes, the, top three players in, in the league, in the world would be uh, McDavid, Matthews, McKinnon. So Ooh. my question to the bros on the pod here, and, you know, um, it's, it's an interesting debate. I mean, money-wise, obviously McKinnon is the best deal in the league by far. What's he getting paid? 6.3 pretty good um when's his deal up uh 2023 so uh, i'll Mm -hmm. give you i'll give you so you got mcdavid you got matthews you got mckinnon um you know who who would you rather have um and here are the dollar figures so and and their ages so uh, mcdavid's 25 he's getting paid 12 and a half until 2026 matthews is 23 in a bit, 23 and a half, and he's getting paid 11.6 until 2024. McKinnon is 25 and a half, almost 26, and he's getting paid 6.3 until 2023. Okay. I have a, I have a question. Go ahead. How come, uh, as Gabe said, the past three years, um, Leon has been right up there in points, but he's not considered 
along with the top guys? Is that just because he's playing with McDavid generally? Is that the consensus? Good question. So, I mean, like he was, he won the hurt last year, but um, I would say as far as, um, yeah, I don't, um, I think he's like, and you know, that's, that's my top three. And I think it, it is be, because he does play with McDavid a lot. He, I, I think that's probably keeps him out of the top three. I would call him top five, maybe top six, right? You have to think that Crosby's somewhere in that mix and Ovechkin to a degree or Patrick Kane or, you know, other, other guys, Hedman, Kucherov, all in that mix. But, but I would say that's, that's probably it, Kyle, because he gets to play with me. That, that's why Marner's not a top five player, even though he's top three in points right now is because he, he gets to play alongside Matthews, but so, it's a good question. It's true. Um, anybody want to take the uh, the uh, what was it? It's the top three, or who would you rather have? Yeah, well, that I was that with, was with Austin. Third game, he says Austin. No, that was my question because I would have put him maybe in the top three, but you gave me a good explanation. I can't argue with that top three. Yeah, it's 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 who would you rather have, right? You got age, you got money, um, you know, bang for your buck. Like I said, McKinnon's pretty outrageous. Uh, originally, I was just gonna have, you know, Matthews versus McDavid, and that's maybe the better question, just because their their dollars are closer, and and you know, McDavid's a little o- older. Uh, both have had similar injury history, so you know, why don't we why don't we narrow it down? McDavid or Matthews? Who you taking? If if Leafs if if uh, you know, Oilers call you and say, hey, you want McDavid? We'll take Matthews. Do you do it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes. My, my heart McDavid is the best player in the world. But uh, you, you got to take McDavid, I think, for sure. Which is sad. I mean, it's not sad. It, it would be sad to lose Austin, but I think you have to say yes every single time. Yeah, I can see, like, I can see an argument <clears throat> the other way as well, because like, Austin's more of a goal scorer and maybe on a team like the Leafs where you have you know, a guy like Marner um, dishing, uh, it's pretty valuable to have a guy that's going to score a goal a game, basically. For it, so it seems. Um, so I can understand that argument, um, but I don't know. I mean, like McDavid could go down as, you know, top three player of all time when he's done. Um, like, how could I, you ever justify that turning down that trade? You know like it's I mean? pretty tough. Uh, like he's, what, what did he win the heart in his second year or something like that? Like that's. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Those are things that only like Crosby, you know, McDavid, Gretzky, uh, Lemieux. Um, there's not that many guys that are that good that quickly. And I mean, they're more or less the same age. Like they were, I think, you know, Austin was less than a month being born away from being in the same draft class as McDavid. Yeah. So they're very close uh, in terms of age. And um, McDavid's just, proven more at this point. Um, and I don't think there's any reason to, to think that he won't get better as well. Um, so I think it's hard to pick anybody over McDavid. I'm, I'm going to make a case for Matthews. Fuck you. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and my reasoning is um, I, I, I see like over the history you're not wrong. McDavid's won however many Art Ross's, however many, you know, Ted Lindsay's, whatever. I see Matthews um, as, as a better two-way player. Um, 
I see him as a better goal scorer. Goals come are, are a premium, right? He is the mm-hmm. uh, most prolific, even strength goal scorer. Um, you know, in in for, close to ever, like he's projecting along in power play side, right? But he, even strength, he's right right alongside Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. Um, who is, you know, and, and, you know, outside of the Lemieux and Gretzky getting 80 and 90 goals and Brett Hall getting 86, like he is, he is, uh, and, and, and at center, right. And he hasn't, and he's done that without Marner on his wing for the most part. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he may get 50 goals this year, which, you know, project that alongside a, a regular season COVID and, and playing the same mm-hmm. teams aside, you know, is, is a, is a, like a 60, 70 goal season mm-hmm. against, against these goalies yeah. in this league. Like it's incredible. And, mm-hmm. and he's getting, he's gotten better and better at faceoffs. He consistently is up towards the top, top of the league in takeaways. Um, plus minus, I think this year he's uh, got to be near the top. And, uh, and I see him getting even, he's bigger than McDavid and I see him getting a little, little bit more physical. I, I, I think, you know, right now, it, like you said, it'd be tough to turn it down, but I, I project Matthews being a more dominant player over the next, all around over the next three years. It's a good you argument. It, you heard it here. It's a very good argument. Um, I, I didn't think much about the defensive part, but I think... <clears throat> Like, I think McDavid is basically an even player this year. Yeah. Uh, on a team that's second in the NHL. So yeah. I think there's no question McDavid's a, or um, Matthews is a better defensive um, player at this point in his career than McDavid. His and takeaways I, are ridiculous. And I just, like, he's so good at taking the puck. It's, yeah. And, and it's I just see, I just see Matthews getting better and better each year. I think McDavid came in as a phenom and has been the phenom. But and and Matthews was to a degree, um, but I just I uh, I see him be I, you know to to Thornton's point he said the other day he should be up for it all Lady Bing Selkie Art Ross Hart, Hart <laughs> Rocket Richard and yeah to to score to score at the clip he's scoring at uh, a lot on even strength and and more on power play this year. Um, and he's playing with a hell of a player in, in, in Marner and another hell of a player in Thornton, uh, but, you know, and, and gets the best competition each night, just like McDavid does to a degree. But yeah, I just, um, that's, that, that would be for, you know, again, money in term being close to equal. I'd, I'd, I'd stick with Matthews. That's a good argument. Thank you. Yep, it's a good argument. Um, should we talk about, uh, anybody else want to get into dabbling the, the Matthews, uh, McDavid, but one one concern uh, I wanted to raise with respect to Matthews, and I'm getting a little bit worried about his hairline. I <laughs> uh, just noticed uh, in the Calgary game this week that uh, I'm just a little bit worried. Uh, his uh, his dad has uh, has none of it, so mm. uh, but he does have a strong Mexican heritage, and I don't know too many bald Mexicans. <laughs> The final line. <laughs> Thank you, Kurt. <laughs> I, I, I think he, he definitely has a, a big forehead and has, right? But uh, yeah, I wonder what he'd look like. No, uh, no, no hair, just a mustache. 
he'll figure something out. He'll be yeah, fine. He'll be just fine. Yeah, he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. I just, it's probably more a projection as I'm losing more and more uh, landmass here <laughs> on the, on the hairline. I'm, I'm probably projecting my fears onto uh, right. Austin Matthews, but I thought yeah. I'd, I thought I'd raise it. You got, uh, you got a good hairline JT, aren't you? You're not, you're not at risk. Are you? I think I'm at risk. Yeah. I think I've, uh, I've become, I'm on the endangered species list. Wow. Worry me. <laughs> Yeah, no. Dave, your, uh, your hair looks great, by the way. Oh yeah, look at this guy. He's got hair from, hair for days. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You. I mean, we all we all struggle. <laughs> <laughs> not not you, Gabe. Your hair looks great. Thanks. I think it's. I mean, it is. I think it's. It is thinner than it used to be, though. Like mm-hmm. I notice things as well. I'm not complaining, but mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. That's bound to happen. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's say, uh, did you want to bring, talk on, on Babcock, Gabe? Was that? I, I want to talk on Anderson. Okay. Ready. Go, go ahead. Um, well, I think the question is, um, well, it's a few questions, but uh, so Anderson has been kind of, I guess the question's always been like, is he an elite goalie? I think that's the question. I don't think there's much of a question that he's a good goalie uh, and a starter. Um, I think the question is more, is he an elite goalie? Is he a winning goalie? Um, And I think the answer right now is no on both accounts. I don't think he's an elite goalie um, and I don't think he's a winning goalie. So what, what are, what would you call an elite goalie? Top 10? I mean, I think 31 teams. Sure. I think if you're, I think if you're top 10, that's, I mean, that's, that's getting close. I don't know. I still don't know if that's elite, but like, that's, I think that's the upper bar. Yeah. But if, if you're talking about elite and elites top five, there's five teams that have an elite goalie. I think no one, uh, no one's saying that. that. So is he, is he top 10? Someone just knocked on my door. Just one sec. In, uh, and, uh, we can carry it on when, when when uh, when Gabe comes back, who's knocking on his door? It's pandemic. Hi, Daddy. Mm. Hey, sorry, oh I'm just on it. Yeah. Who's that? That was. Uh, she call you. She call you Gabby. That's uh, that was my cousin's wife. She calls you Gabby. Yeah, it's like a joke. It's a you know. That's, a, that's great. It's a fun nickname. Um, she's like her that. friend lives next door. That's why she's here. Oh. Mm. Is that Dave's Dave's wife? Yeah, Dave's wife, cousin Dave's wife. Um, Abby. So yeah, so not dropping by Sunday morning, knock on the door, enthusiastic <laughs> Gabby. You're recording. There's nothing going on. Guys, Breaking news here. I'm <laughs> I'm going for a walk with her husband later, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So we were saying. So it is right. you know I I think the question to call him elites tough but is he top 10 i don't think he's top 10 no no okay. i don't think he's that close to top 10 so so let me ask you then is is he is he top 15 is he better than half the starters in the league i mean these are these are hard things with goalies um how do you how do you i mean statistically he's just not that's just a fact um he's consistently um i was looking at the stats he's consistently about 30th in most stats, most years. Um, it's hard because like 
you could say the Leafs haven't been a great defensive team for a while. So like maybe the numbers with goalies don't mean as much. So then what do you look at? You look at what big time goaltending where he's worse. So I don't know a case for calling him an elite goalie. I can't think of one. He's been, he's had, I think in elimination games, he has a horrible record, horrible, or he's never won a playoff series, first of all. And I think he's had six or seven chances and he's like, oh, and six or seven horrible goals against average, horrible save percentage. And just think about all the bad goals he's led in just with the Leafs in game sevens or game fives. Um, and of course, then there's other times where he's been fabulous and probably won in the game, but I don't think you can, you can't have the other one. Like you can be fabulous and then average, but you can't be fabulous and then horrible and be an elite goalie, in my opinion. Now, I mean, he could prove it, but it's not like he's a rookie. Like this has been, I don't know, six years of him doing, of him having opportunities. Yeah. Like, and he just hasn't. It's uh, he's a UFA after this year. Right. So the Leafs are going to have to make a call and, and some of it's dollar related. I mean, if he says, yeah, give me, give me four and a half for the next, however, and you look at your other options, I think, yeah, Freddie's Freddie. He's, he's an average, average goalie and average goalies have won the Stanley cup. Um, you know, Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. um, had Matt Murray for two of those wins and Marc-Andre Fleury sat on the bench. Um, Yeah. You know, Marc-Andre Fleury went from goal. Like they're just, they're a tough, a tough position to, to project. And they um, are, they are. And yeah. And like, I, I I think he's, I think he's average, right. He's had flashes of, you know, going on tears and being unbelievable. And then flashes of being really average where the Leafs score their way to, to victories. Um, I mean, you know, you look at last night and, you know, Campbell made some good saves on point blank. And, and, and those are just the saves that you got to make and leave steamroll mm-hmm. them to four nothing. So it's um, yeah. Like I, I definitely wouldn't call him elite. Um, I would say he's average. I would say, um, y- you know, playoffs are where we generally judge goalies because um, you know, last year, Hudobin took the Dallas stars to the Stanley cup final last year, Michael Hutchinson, who's the Leafs third stringer took Colorado to the second round, third round. Are they in the conference finals? I think they only went to the second round. But... Second round, but game seven of the second round. So, and that was right. Michael Hutchinson. So you don't, I don't think you need, and I don't think it's prudent to to pay $10 million to a goalie. No, I agree with that. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Vasilevsky's an outlier. Um, yeah, he's ridiculous. I just don't think you can... Um, I don't think you can be a winning team with a goalie that does what he does in big games or has done what he does. Who, who, Cause it's not like rest, he hasn't had opportunities. Hmm? If the rest of the team has seen the improvement that it looks like they have this year. And especially with the, um, like the new setup and format in that, like if they win the North division, they're catapulted into what the semis, right. Into the, no, you still have, like, if they, there's still four rounds of playoffs, but if they get through their division, then they're automatically in the conference finals, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, the Leafs have done great 
in their division so far. And if they keep that up, I think Freddie can definitely get them, keep them at top of the North division. And then maybe he has two fantastic playoff rounds in them and, uh, and gets them a cup. I agree. There's no chance he's an elite goaltender. Uh, he's got some elite knights in him, but maybe he can do enough to get them there. I'm trying to think of a recent comparison to him, like a, an average goalie on a good team that just had no playoff success. Well, I don't know, but like with the, the number of opportunities he's had to succeed and has dropped the ball in every single one is concerning. Oh yeah. It's concerning. Right. It's not just Toronto. He did, he did the same thing in Anaheim. I think he was in two game sevens and was horrible. And he's been, he's let in at least one bad goal in every winner take all game that he's been in Toronto, at least one. And you can't do that as a goalie. You can't, you can't spot the other team, the goal. Um, I think with average goaltending in those game sevens, they win at least one of them. Average. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like in the 2018 when they lost, what was it, 6-5 or something to, uh, to Boston. Uh, like he was terrible in that game. Terrible. Um, so I think it's just concerning. I'd frankly rather have <laughs> – you guys are raising your hands. <laughs> I, I fear for Kyle. I, I think Kyle's got to go uh, slam uh, some gear on the street corner right now. Isn't that right, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. I hate to, to cut you off. It should be like 15, 20 minutes, so I'll come back, see if you guys are still doing it. But, yeah, I have to go sell my mom's iPhone 7. Oh, yeah. I named Tan. Okay, make <laughs> wow, sure, uh, make sure uh, you know, you text one of us your address just so we know you're safe, right? Just uh, safe right Yeah. You know? Yeah, I have some good stories. I put my phone number mistakenly on Kijiji and Craigslist. I've gotten a lot of interesting texts and emails <laughs> in the last 24 hours. What have you gotten? Any picks? No <clears throat> picks, but a number of like, helps, for let's, let's help you set up your PayPal account. And uh, <laughs> oh, fuck off. Let's, uh, That's great. Send me, I'm going to send you a code if you could just reply back with the code to make sure you're authentic and all kinds of good stuff. But uh, oh, I'll, I'll do it fast. I'll come back. I think Gabe, you said you got to go at eleven fifteen, right? Yeah. All right. So I hope to make it back then. I'll give you a, a Raptors update. But if not, fellas, it was great to see you, and uh, it was wonderful. You too, came in. Sorry, we were so hard on you at the beginning. Thanks for coming, came in. We love you, Kyle. We'll we'll be here. Come back. We need a uh, Raptors update and a uh, I don't know, maybe just to hear about your life a little bit, given that we uh, invited <laughs> you on as a guest and uh, didn't really talk to you. <laughs> You know, we'll see. We'll see if we get there. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Good luck. Stay alive. Yeah. Stay alive. Anywho, was- I'm more comfortable with Jack Campbell and that than Fred Anderson. <laughs> and have been for over a year. Interesting. Well, I, I mean, this is, this is the make or break, right? Um, you know, average- I know. I just don't want to give him the opportunity to break again because it could be yeah. catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, it's, I think, you know, barring something crazy, I think it's who they will go with. It will be. I know. By the way, Campbell's numbers over the last, I mean, it's far less games, but his numbers are way better than Anderson's. Hmm. Way better over the last handful of years. It's not even close. Maybe that'll play itself out, you know? Maybe, maybe they'll get to the point where they have to play him. Maybe. 
I also think it's, I mean, these are like, there's also the intangible things that are hard to really um, measure, but I do like his attitude a lot better. I like his energy and net a lot better. Um, you know, I think, I think sometimes the Leafs can suffer from a lack of emotion. Um, and, you know, guys like him, guys like, you know, Thornton guys, you know, the bigger guys that they brought in, I think help with that. Um, I think you felt that when, when they were missing the lack of emotion on the team. Yep. Oh yeah. You saw how happy they were for him last night. Right. And yep. he's just a smiley, positive guy. He's, he's, he's 20 or going to be 29. He's, he's only played 60, 68 games in the league, but he was a, either a first rounder or a fourth. He was a high, high draft pick for a goalie. He was a high prospect for sure. He played, yeah. played, with, played, he's American, but he played, uh, yeah. I think Brett either played with him in a couple of prospect teams and certainly against him. And mm-hmm. uh, he was definitely, you know, the, the stud goalie. So, yeah. Well, we will see. Listen, the Anderson saga, we'll see. the Anderson saga continues. I, I, uh, yeah. I, I don't disagree. I don't think he's elite and, and uh, you know, you'd like to have other goalies, but it's their goalies, right? You just, you just need, uh, you don't need them to be, to, to be Patrick Waugh from 93 and, and steal you a, a Stanley cup, but you just need them to make the saves they're supposed to. And to your point, Freddie yeah. hasn't done that in game sevens. No. And I like, I think, um, you know, in that five, one comeback game, like you can't really say that Freddie was like horrible and the goals were his fault, but he just can't let in six goals. No, you just can't. No, you just have like, to you find just, a way. You just, you have to make at least two of those saves. Yeah. Um, you know, there was, wasn't any goals where like, that's a really bad goal, but I think like that's Freddie. It's like, sometimes he just, he, he can't stop the, he can't stop the bleeding or you can't, you know, in last night's game, if it's three, nothing and they get one where it's kind of like, not a bad goal, but would have liked to save that has consequences. And mm-hmm. Freddie seems to, he seems to be a badly timed goalie <laughs> where he just doesn't make the save you want him to make at the time that you want him to make it. Yeah. No, I, I, I like, I, I kind of equate it to Grant Fuhrer in some ways. So Grant Fuhrer, if you look at his historical numbers and yes, yes. that was in the eighties and some of the nineties ain't good, <laughs> yeah. but, but he made the big saves. but he won four cups. Yeah. So does it really he stopped matter? it when he had to stop it? He is, good, I mean, you can't compare the teams, obviously. No, but, um, but he, has, he has a famous line. He says, all right, boys, just get me five and I'll do the rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the point being, I think that he, I mean, I, I don't think I ever watched a Grant Fear game, so this is totally conjecture. But from what I've heard, that it, you know, he made the big save at 6-6 six, six or something like that. Sure. I, I don't see Freddie doing it. I just don't trust him anymore. I think he's had ample opportunity to show that he can get the job done and he hasn't gotten the job done and I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. So uh, Leafs make it past first round with Freddie. Do you re-sign yeah. Freddie at five and a half, five and a quarter? It depends what happens. If he's like an absolute stud at, you know, in if he's an absolute stud in the playoffs, then, but, but does then that, that matter? Does does that negate the larger, larger sample size for you? I mean, if he wins the cup, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <yes. laughs> 
Um, if he, you know, if he gets to like the third round and you can say he's a, you know, a net positive effect on the team in big situations and stuff like that, I think that does matter. Cause then you can say, well, okay, maybe it was the team as well. Um, so I do think it's, it is kind of a make or break year, but I worry. I, um, I, yeah. I don't see Freddie being that kind of guy. Do we, do we trade Freddie at the deadline for the sake of Gabe's anxiety? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, my hot take last year was that I thought Campbell was going to be the starter in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. Um, I mean, like, who, I don't Can think it would happen. It would, I, yeah. Oh, I think, I think like Campbell in game, uh, in the last game could have changed things for sure. Like Freddie led in a horrible first goal yeah. in game five, like right through him which is the exact same thing that happened the year before in game seven, first goal right through him. Um, bad angle, not a good goal. The, the Leafs had a propensity for giving up the first goal for the last however many years. Whereas this year, I think that that seems to have changed. They seem to, and, mm-hmm. and our, uh, in Babcock's words, start on time. You know, we just don't, don't start on time. Yeah, that was, we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll leave Freddie alone. I, I think. Uh, sure. I don't trust him. That's, that's what I'm going to, end with i just don't trust i, I yeah and i i don't he hasn't earned earned that based on his his previous performances and even his performance up till this year right i think yeah. uh um you know that's a big part of it but um mm-hmm. babcock jt did you see that interview the other night no no i did not i've heard so, uh, much from gabe and uh, a couple of couple of sound bites but i didn't see the whole thing it was with, so I had read, he did an article, he did an interview with Pierre Lebrun and the athletic, and then he did a, you know, video interview with Christine Simpson. And, you know, I think it's, it's him or his people trying to, um, you know, he's going to be coaching on a volunteer basis because he's still getting paid by the Leafs, uh, the university of Saskatchewan team, but he's trying to, you know, get his, get his, get his image done right? Get it, get his image back. Um, yeah. you know, Johan Franzen story came out, the Mitch Marner story came out and it was not a good look. And I don't think in the interview, I don't think it came across much better. Um, you know, he <laughs> like he likes to no. refer to himself in, in third person and he has a, it seems he has a tough time taking accountability. You know, he did say, this is contrary to what I just said, but he did say, you know, that was wrong. But like, you know, he's then making an excuse about like mental health. Like he started to bring that, you know, one thing I didn't know about was, you know, mental health. So, you know, he's saying that Johan Franzen's has a mental health problem effectively is the way I heard it. And, you know, that's what's at fault. Not the way that Mike Babcock treated him. Yeah. Right. Like he, I've yet to hear him come out and say, you know, the, I understand now the way I treated people was wrong. And the way I was trying to motivate my players was wrong. And there's a different and better way to do that. And, and I think that I, I, I've learned from that and can't like that hasn't been said, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. like he just hasn't, hasn't, doesn't seem like, you, you know, he's refuting the story and the way that it came out, but um, you know, like, and things change. My coach <laughs> coaches that I've had, oh, like the things that they They'd say to me and other players and like, I couldn't even, you just couldn't say those things today. And it's, listen, it's the same thing in the workplace. You can't yell and scream because you'll get yourself in, 
in a suit. You just can't. So, but it just, I just, he came off as still being arrogant is still being cocky and you know every every year sure. brings up his his gold medals and you know like yeah he really does seem to you know to rest on he his accomplishments which aren't nearly as impressive as he thinks they are um he hasn't won a playoff series since what 2010 or something like that yeah and was in the league f- for the most part throughout that time you know, he, he did win a Stanley Cup, and that should be applauded. But a lot of guys have won the Stanley Cup, and he won it with a fairly grizzled veteran um, Detroit team that was more or less there when he got there. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve credit. I think he does. Um, but he's not Scotty Bowman. He's won one Stanley Cup and two gold medals with two of, like, the greatest teams yeah. of all time. I'm not saying he didn't have anything to do with it. I'm sure he did in his you know, systems and stuff like that. But I don't think he's a guy that can rest on his accomplishments to say that he's a great coach. I, I don't think that, as he says, I don't think that passes the sniff test at all. No, I, th- I think he's, he's a, for, you know, everyone says he's, he's a great, he's a prepared coach and he's a great strategist. He's a good coach in that sense. But I mean, you give him a, um, you know, a young team or you give him and he's just he's just prickish right and he didn't say you know uh he didn't he didn't take any of his you know for getting fired is he he didn't he completely doesn't say a thing about dubis you know he says well you know i knew i was getting fired because lou was gone. what a cop out like that's yeah. what he said as soon as soon as yeah. lou was gone i knew i was getting fired because you know yeah. every gm has their coach and i wasn't that well, no, yeah, which is totally bullshit. Like if he had won the cup, he's not getting fired. You flamed out Earth. in three first round. He yeah. had three first round exits, two game seven failures. Yeah. And with uh, highly suspicious tactics. One of the worst meltdowns in NHL history. Which uh, one? Which one? Game seven. Uh, Bruins. Oh, oh, he wasn't, he wasn't the coach. Wasn't the like coach in 2013. Oh, back then. Yeah. yeah. They all feel but, the same. But, you know, game, I, I leave it to you too. Game, game, <laughs> game six to Washington, game seven to Boston, game seven to Boston, had ample opportunity. You know, and then he said, well, you know, with the first first year, uh, we, we followed the plan and finished last. Well, no, you coached a team that finished last. Like, yeah. call it the plan or not, you're not trotting guys out there every night with the intention of losing, I don't think. It was um, a horrible team. It was a terrible team, but, you know, if you're a good coach, maybe that team finishes, you know, f- fifth last. And, and yeah, listen, I'm, am I thrilled? We got Austin Matthews. Absolutely. But don't say it was the plan. <laughs> you're still coaching a win. Like, so anyways, yeah. I just, I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was a good look. And, uh, no, I, I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask you this question. Does he get hired on by another NHL team? I mean, uh, one, I don't know, obviously, but from what you hear on the sports radio and stuff, the um, the uh, the feeling is no, hmm. uh, and that's that's literally what they say. You know, I think they were kind of the day after he gave the interview. Um, I think uh, the fan had Mark Savard on. I don't know how involved Mark Savard is in the league, but he seems to be doing something and talks to players, and he said he's never heard a good thing about Babcock from anybody he's ever spoken to. And he said the talk after 
this interview is, you know, same asshole hasn't, and he's a hypocrite because he, he starts off the interview by saying like, you have to take responsibility for your mistakes. And then he proceeds to not take responsibility for anything. Um, and so, so far it's a, that's kind of the sentiment around the league that nobody really wants to touch this guy. Well, if you think about all the stuff that's known in public at this point, it's, it's got to just be the tip of the iceberg, maybe a little bit more for Babcock because there's like a, a little bit of a coming out party when all those stories started to break, but there's got to be a ton more that's known only to the insiders. So I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of reason to stay away from it. Yeah. Like you don't hear about, you don't hear guys saying the things that they say about Babcock. You just don't hear it. Like, no. Like John Tortorella, you don't hear things like that. No, people. That guy's clearly a lunatic. But you don't hear people <laughs> saying like he's the worst person I've ever met, or he's a total piece of shit, like, or he like you know ruined my life for the last ten years. <laughs> you don't hear these things, and you hear then that you about stronger. Like that's yeah. that's pretty shocking, I think. Yeah, like like Tortorella's remained in the game, and and he has a shelf life. Yeah right with with some teams um depends yeah. on the person i mean obviously he's found his way in columbus and you know columbus hasn't has had varying degrees of success um but he's you know listen he he similar very similar but has obviously pivoted and changed to like i think with a team like tampa that he won the cup with he probably had to be like a babcock but i think he's changed and that was 16 years ago and he's changed in a way that he's able to stay in the league where I just don't think Babcock did. I think he stayed with his mind games and his prickish little tactics. And yeah, you're right. Like you don't hear, you don't hear players coming out and saying bad things about any other coach. I've never heard anything like that. I've never heard, like, I think, you know, if, if we just Tortorella is the example like you can be a hard ass and, you know, Pierre-Luc Dubois wants to trade and players don't like him. I think that's a totally different level from the things that get said about Babcock. Like people can say this guy is an asshole and he's a hard ass. It's a totally different ballgame saying this is the worst person I've ever met. And like he ruined my life. That's a different <laughs> ballgame. That's that's beyond coaching that like you don't hear those things. And for somebody to say that, it's like that's sh that's shocking. I think that's. I think that's beyond him not changing his tactics and beyond him being a hard ass. That's like this guy, like this guy fucked me up. I, I think it's a totally different ballgame. Yeah, no, like he's just, uh, there's not, not a positive thing that gets really said about him anymore. I, I personally don't think he get, I don't, I mean, there might be some old school GM that, um, you know, gets lured in by his credentials, so to speak. But I just, I don't, I don't think so. Unless, unless he, you know, unless he changes, right? But generally, yeah. people yeah. don't. No, especially not old, old guys, yeah. old hockey guys. But we'll see. We will see. We'll see. Well, it's, it's been, uh, been a good, we had lots to catch up on on the Leafs and, and obviously it's uh, yeah. it was a, it was a long leaf segment. It was a long leaf segment. And we didn't even touch Nylander. We didn't even touch Nylander, but it's 11.08 and uh, you got to leave at 11.15. So um, now what's next, JT? What you got? Uh, I don't have much, but maybe we should go back to one of our uh, old classics, uh, the corners. The corners, of course. <laughs> oh, boy. 
Kurt, <laughs> um, do you have any uh, any any juice for Mary Guy Corner? It, it's uh, it's technically was supposed to be married, engaged guy, pregnant wife's corner. Right. Mm. Something like that. Um, all good. I was a, a rock star this morning, and I made uh, homemade fresh waffles from scratch, and I brought them to Jacqueline while she was in bed. That was from scratch. Yeah, please. Wow. Please. Wow, Kurt. You have a I'm waffle glad. press? I got, I got a waffle iron. Yeah. Oh my and, god! Uh, I'm glad our wives and girlfriends don't listen to this podcast for many reasons, but that <laughs> is uh, also one of them. I make uh, homemade waffles most weekends. They're little little what? things. Yep. Did uh, she eat them in bed? Yeah. Does it get crumbs everywhere? No, waffles aren't crumbly. At least the waffles I make. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, first of all, that's incredible. Good for you, Kurt. Second of all, I don't think I would ever want to eat a meal in bed. Like the the idea of breakfast in bed is wonderful. Yeah. But if someone brought me breakfast in bed, I think I'd say someone, presumably being Aaron, possibly Kurt at the next channel four. But I think I'd say thank you very much for breakfast. I'm going to eat it uh, downstairs at the table, but I'm really excited, excited <laughs> the, by myself. Leave me alone. The, uh, exactly. the reality of the situation <laughs> was the very first thing that happened was she spilt the hot coffee on her chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, there you go. And uh, the other reality of the situation was that my two dogs were on the bed and they were both trying to get at the waffles. <laughs> so it was a real night all around. <laughs> but but it was the Great. thought. I mean, it was the effort. Oh, the thought counts. Yeah, effort counts. And uh, I had uh, powdered sugar on there, a bit of whipped oh. cream decoration. Uh, any fruit? A little sprinkling? Pre-syruped. Um, there was no fruit. Um, I didn't, a little strawberry? No, I... I Look for them. I don't think we have any, but yeah, uh, I wanted to have myself some waffles before the orange pod. juice. It, not a big enough tray, or else I thought about doing orange juice. So I'll I only had I'll room start. for one drink, so I took the coffee. Hindsight being twenty twenty, probably should have done the orange juice because that would have hurt less when it spilled on her. Mm. So um, mm. otherwise, no, she's she's doing doing well. Uh, Brett, uh, of course, just had uh, his his little one. Got to meet her. That was nice. Yeah, and. Yeah, we're we're prepping, man. Got starting to compile the baby stuff, the clothes, the crib, the uh, stroller. It. it is all so much money. Um, <laughs> what, when's the when's the due date again? June seventeenth. Wow. So if and when Channel Four can go ahead, this this might be a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Or is it just Jack? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's you, obvious. I think it's an obvious just I will, hand swipe I will, like we're doing. You, get, you, you people can't in, see it, but we're I, just swiping I, our hands. Like, I would not... Uh, our, call I would me not, in 36 hours. I would not speculate as to uh, how the uh, parental responsibilities will be handled for Channel 4. But, you know, Having I'll probably that. plant the seed <laughs> for her uh, for her mother or my mother. <laughs> one, one, of, one of the two to potentially help. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. But it would be, be kind of cool... To have, uh, um, in some ways, you know, to at least have my baby around for like. Don't a, be ridiculous, Kurt. For like a day, a day. You don't want a baby seeing these. Things. I want, I want you guys to meet the baby. That'd be nice. Of course, we'll meet the baby, but then get out. No. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. <laughs> the watching, baby judging. Yeah, a little bit and of then, that. You gotta meet the baby. And then, hey. yeah, yeah, get him right out of there. 
Uh, this this leads into something I was contemplating on this morning, which is that when COVID is over, I was thinking that we need a guru weekend, like um, mm. like the thing the Amish people do when they have like their chance to experience the world and they go totally berserk for a weekend. Lebersbron or you know what I'm talking about? It's like Amish spring break or something. Okay. There's like no rules. It's like the purge. And they, they just get like a window of time to experience what it would be like to live in the real world. And they go fucking nuts. And I'm thinking we have a guru weekend uh, post-COVID where we really live it up. And maybe it even falls on uh, Channel 4. Who knows? Well, there there are a couple bachelor parties to catch up on. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine, Stevie T's. Uh, Zill's, presumably couple so yeah um couple two three yeah for sure um jt what's happening in in, in full on uh, married guy corner full married guy corner yeah uh you know same report as always not much um uh, during the pandemic i mean yeah not much yeah. Yeah. one one thing i've been embracing lately is uh nudity my own nudity. Mm. Nice. Um, I've been sleeping in the nude lately. So have I. Is it a fresh. new thing you're doing? Fresh, fresh, fresh. How nice is it? It can be very nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really I think nice. it's fresh, better for fresh you. Fresh sheets. You think? I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> it, uh, from a health perspective, perhaps, from a mental health perspective, oh, Oh, oh baby you're oh out there God. you're living you're loving yeah. every minute of it <laughs> it's so good it's so good yeah, feeling those sheets be... against the bottom mm. gabe do you have time for a single guy corner oh yeah. yeah yeah it's gonna be short there's not much going on guys it's a it's a pandemic with stay-at-home orders having said that um <laughs> <laughs> no there hasn't been much i mean i mean you could i've been quite cautious um over the last little while uh since about condoms? christmas i've been hmm? wearing condoms eh? <laughs> they should those filthy oh, yeah. buggers they go from port to port uh covid wise i've been quite um cautious so you're not uh, wearing condoms no, no. <laughs> just, just face masks yeah. Yeah, just, just face masks <laughs> Uh, so I haven't been doing much, you know, I've, um, uh, I've unfortunately had to turn down a few invitations from Rudge, not sexually, but to go do things, um, <laughs> just on a comfort level, um, yeah. you know, stuff like but that. So I've been, that's not even COVID related. That's just like kind of <laughs> comfort level of spending that time with Rudge. I get you. I get you loud and clear. Love you, Rudge. Love you. Um, so there's, yeah, there's not much going on to be honest. Um, there's, uh, there's a hell of a lot of people on the hinge these days. It's, uh, the, yeah, there's a, there's a lot, a lot of girls on there. Um, too much. It's too much. Babe? It's getting ridiculous. What's, what's oh, the there's tons like of babes on there. Oh, the quality is up and the numbers are up. Wow. Quality and numbers. That's the, bifecta well i i think um probably the girls who would generally use the bar scene uh, don't exactly. have a choice these exactly. days yeah you see a lot of that it's like you know you have to they prompt you to answer some questions so it'll be like 
you know, I'll know it's time to delete Hinge when I can go back to the bar. I can go back to the club and stuff like that. So it does seem to be, um, yes, yeah, that, that is, yeah, that's, that, that's what's happening. Hinge is the one where they have to message you? No, that's Bumble. So what's Hinge? Hinge is, uh, you have to like something specific about their profile. So it'll be either like a picture their or ass. something. And then it, yeah, you like their yeah. ass. Like if it's a picture <laughs> of their ass, you like that. You can even comment like, nice ass. And <laughs> then they receive said like and message, process, and then choose if they want to match with you and respond like say, thank you. Or some other you know, they can say what they want and, um, and then you're matched and then you can converse freely. And they do the same. Now, is it called? Sorry. They, they can do the same to you. Yeah. They can see oh, okay. your profile and before you've had a chance to do something, they could like something on yours. And then you have the same, you know, they say like nice ass and I say, thanks. And then we match. Interesting. Got is it, it called hinge because the liking hinges on a specific characteristic of the other person? Good question. I don't know, and I haven't thought about it too much either. Um, it could maybe, be. Uh, it could be that. Maybe incorporate that into your next pickup line. Who knows? Probably won't go very well. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been this has been married guy corner advice for Hinge. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should use the word Hinge to seduce women. <laughs> I'm listening. Uh, I don't know if it's about that, or maybe it's about a door. I don't know. Like a door hinge. The well, hinges. tune in next time to the GQ to find out what it stands That's for. That's right. Yeah. We'll discover day. it next time. How are you doing for time, Gabe? Uh, I'm good. I was So I thought I was going to have to walk 15 minutes to meet Cousin Dave, but he's actually coming here. So I probably have like five more minutes or something well, like that. Uh, we heard from uh, Update on K-Man. Uh, we don't know if he's alive, but we do know that the person he was meeting to sell yeah. his mom's iPhone to it was late. Yeah, Tan's taking oh. a little longer. Classic Kyle, a bit of taste of his own medicine, hey? Yeah. Mm. yeah. We are Tan. <laughs> we that sent him the great. message to get get the iPhone? Just, <laughs> just for podcast content? That'd Conveniently at 11 o'clock? That'd be a hell of a twist. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the 10th episode, I think no one can deny, was a resounding success. Um, spirited conversation. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure we've got at least another one to two episodes in us. Um, maybe, maybe beyond who knows. Um, but it, 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 it is, it is nice to, uh, to have the gurus listening again, because uh, I mean, not that we really care, but we don't in some ways. It's, uh, I like seeing those numbers. I'm a little bit of a, an audience junkie. You know, that, that approaches 10. Whew, that gets me. I'll get you going. Gets me going. Just... Six, to mid, six to midnight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Unique listeners. Nice, wow. to know, nice to know we're, we're there with them, you know, while they're uh, making their stir fry, yep. driving around in their uh, Summit Ford or South Lake Ford vehicles. It's nice to know we're there. Yeah. I do like hearing that it's enjoyable. Like, you wouldn't want it to be a chore for it's like, I ah, just gonna no, listen to my buddies just for just they wouldn't do it. 
They wouldn't I mean, do it. Would, I wouldn't we, do it. We know our we know our friends. They would they wouldn't do it. They barely they do this. They, they barely do sort it. Sort of enjoy it. They yeah. barely do it. Yeah. It's they, a, prob- it's, they probably won't do it anymore. After it, it's we've, uh, uh, talked about it so much. It's a very passive activity. I mean, literally, they can be doing anything they want and listen to it, uh, mm. and most of them choose not to. So, um, <laughs> we respect that, and we respect yep. it. That's yeah. Uh, and uh, any of them maybe can be uh, guests. And just like Kyle, uh, we will ask them very little about themselves or their <laughs> lives or uh, their interests. So put your name in the hat and uh, maybe we'll have you on. And you, you spend 40 <laughs> minutes listening to us live and then, uh, then you got to go. <laughs> uh, I want to say, I think that is that was, how it went, eh? That was, uh, I think Kyle enjoyed it. I think one of the very first times we had Kyle on, he says, this is great. I just like to sit and watch you guys. That's uh, true. I remember that. Yeah. So. Um, and that was just the sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, gentlemen, we'll, we'll wrap yeah. it up. Uh, spring is coming. It's a nice sunny day here in Bradford, West Willembury. Um, probably no such thing. And, uh, and, and enjoy it. <laughs> but hopefully a couple of vaccines. It's sunny there? Oh, yeah. It's not sunny here. Yeah, real sunny. Wow. Uh, but hopefully the, we so much sun. In Ottawa, it's sunny. Wow. Sun, sunshine's there too <laughs> but yeah hopefully we can get get past this hopefully uh you know we can see each other face to face at some point uh, let's let's plan on a channel four let's plan on a, a lever yeah. what's uh we should figure out the name so i'm not just i think you guys might be saying the uh german word for living space which was um that's like a nazi thing oh yeah oh, that, that might that might be what that <laughs> is what you're saying I think Lebensraum literally means living space in German. Yeah, like when and that's they, kind of like when, a Nazi thing to they, um, justify when, the taking of Czechoslovakia and uh, etc. Yeah, that's true. But having said that, mm, I really hope that the Amish thing sounds somewhat similar. Otherwise, that's going to be a bad look. <laughs> bad look for a guy that just got a real tight haircut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it all comes full circle. That's that's beautiful. Uh, Not the sentiment, <laughs> but the. the the uh the tying of the story look he's back kyle hubbard he's he's back one second i gotta go he can come in but i gotta go (laughs) bye gabe Gabe. great to see you guys love you both josh will get him in and then we'll say okay well that's it (laughs) yeah 100 percent. okay Well, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, obviously of course what we were, what we were talking about. Um, nice to have Kyle back in and, uh, unfortunately that is going to be it for, <laughs> for the guru quarterly episode 10. Um, Kyle, it's, it's a, it's great that you're alive. We're glad that you survived the Kijiji meetup. Thanks. And, uh, sorry that he was a little bit late. Yeah, it was, uh, now you know how should... it feels. Turned out to be a, a lovely middle-aged man who just couldn't find the TD Bank. Admittedly, where I met him is also next to the, the TD Stadium and a number of other TD-sponsored uh, <laughs> venues. So he was very confused. Um, but we finally connected, and he was lovely. How much does a, a, your mother's old iPhone 7 go for these days? So that's a great question. I did a, about five minutes of research. And a used iPhone 7, it was between like 100 and 300. Ooh. 
Uh, and I just wanted to quick sale. I put it up for a hundred. Well, got a lot wow. of responses. Did you at any point consider taking it yourself, given the number of WhatsApp groups I've either created or been a part of that are called Kyle, get an iPhone. I hate Kyle's phone. Kyle, get a goddamn iPhone when just like three people want to have a group message with you. Did you consider that? No, not for a second. Excellent. Just staunchly Android, eh? Have been from the get-go? Is that it? Like, have you, are you that involved in the Android uh, ecosystem that you couldn't fathom going to an iPhone? No, it's really more on principle. Like, I, I have a uh, MacBook Pro 2018. Doesn't seem like it's on principle then. Hear me out. Okay. It just, it just kicked the bucket after like two years. And I went to the Apple store and they're like, yeah, it's going to be about 1200 bucks to repair this. Ooh. I was like, why? I, I did nothing. Like, this is some technical malfunction with the equipment. Like, sorry, sometimes I haven't. Did you get Apple Care? I was like, I did, but it ran out. Well, you're, you're fucked. This is the third time this has happened to me. So I'm done with, I'm never getting a Mac. I'm never getting an Apple device again. I'm done with it. I love it. I love it. it this could be like a go public. One of those segments that, uh, you know, with our, our huge user base and listenership, we uh, create a public outcry about Kyle's experience and then Mac sends him a MacBook Pro. You think that's yeah. possible? Yeah, we well, do have that kind of listenership. Got a lot of a lot of pull. Yeah. Yeah, I'd take a free one, but I'm not paying for it ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it, hear that, eh? You know, it. Uh, I I have a Mac. Have had Macs. I my my 2006 MacBook, the white ones, st- still works. That friggin' thing. But oh, yeah, uh, I love that thing. Listen. What do you do? Well, I mean, K-Man, we'd love to we'd love to stay, but we got to go. Wow. But, but we but we do want to thank you for coming on and being such a a, a participant and uh, and contributing. And uh, you know, we had fun. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll get you on again. We we lo- here, here's 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 uh, we love that you listen. We we do mm. this for you. Mm. We do oh, it for please. us, but we mostly do it for you. Yeah. Please keep doing it because uh, it's you do great stuff. And is it is it fun? Like I, like, I mean, I don't. I love it. I don't listen after we've done it, uh, but then again, I have to. I have to kind of listen to it because I edit it and put it all together. But is it is it fun? Is it enjoyable? Do we do a good job? Oh yeah, it's fantastic. I especially with this whole goddamn pandemic and never seeing anyone, it's amazing. I don't know why all the gurus don't listen. I don't. I don't get what is so what they're using their time for otherwise. Yeah, this dicks. is why you're our favorite guest, Kyle. This is why you're uh, number one fan of the GQ. We love you. We'll send you a MacBook Pro. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. It was a great time. Josh, your hand is still up. I noticed. Yeah, Kurt hasn't called on me yet. It's been uh, forty minutes. I've been just <laughs> you waiting know to get this comment. Watch this. I can lower it. Oh, he lowered it for me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll save it for next time. See you, boys. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you too. Ciao, ciao. Bye, boys. Love you. Ciao.